This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's time for a one of a kind poker party. Poker Night in America is streaming live from Studio 52 in Las Vegas. Join us nightly at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as some of the biggest names in poker play in the ultimate house game. Watch on the Poker Night in America channel on YouTube and Twitch or go to pokernight.com. Poker Night in America is back and ready to party. Welcome in, everybody, to the Extra Time podcast brought to you in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. Uh, I'm your host, Cooper, and next to me is my co-host, RJ. And this is the show where we talk about soccer leagues around the world. Uh, some you may know, some you may not. Uh, you know, usually some smaller market leagues. Um, but we're excited about it. We're excited to be back. We had a week off. Um, ready to ho- hopefully provide you guys with some winners. And uh, yeah, how's it going, RJ? It's good, Cooper. Good to be back again. Um, looking forward to League MX and, and as well as, as this show, the couple of plays where digging in the trenches, so to speak, uh, to find to find some winners. And uh, especially during the summer when things are a little slower. But, uh, you know, if you look at the schedule, we're starting to see some some Germany's second league. Uh, I think I saw Slovakia, Serbia, a lot of permit, like top leagues. Are I believe starting, starting as well. Yeah. So. Should start picking up soon, but uh, I enjoy digging deep and, and finding some value in some of these uh, lower leagues. So, uh, let, yeah, let's give it a go. Let's, let's go yeah, forward. yeah. This is this is a fun show, uh, especially during the summer when the big leagues are off. So, we, we, you know, we keep you guys busy. If you enjoy betting on on soccer or, or football, uh, as as a lot of you probably say around the world, mm-hmm. um, this this is the show for you. So, um, RJ, if you if you want to start us off with your first pick, uh, have at it. Yeah, I'm ready. So first play, I'm going down under. It's one of, you know, if you follow the show, Australia is one of my um, favorite leagues to target, lower leagues. The weather has been pretty ridiculous over the last two weeks, to be truthful. A lot of rain. It's just a rainy season out there. Um, so the majority of the games have just been postponed over the last two weeks. Uh, I, I looked at the weather. It looks like a little overcast. I mean, there might be some rain, but I don't expect it to, to impact the match. And uh, we're going to Queensland Premier League in Australia. The match is Magpie Crusaders versus Cabulchur. Um, the, the play I like here is over 3.25 goals at, at minus 118. If you don't have the Asian handicap at over 3.25, I still do like over 3.5. I think it's like plus 110. But the match kicks off at 5 a.m. Eastern time on Saturday morning. The last eight matches between both these teams, like just overall, their matches have seen three plus goals, right? Uh, it, it's a steady goal trend. I do expect this line to be at least over 3.5 in and, in a, in a, in, you know, like a minus 120, minus 130 range, maybe even over 3.75 by kickoff. These lines tend to get steamed, you know, within six to eight hours before kickoff. So once you see this play, try to lock it in as soon as possible if you're interested in getting getting in on this game. Magpie stats over the last five, 2.2 goals, four, 
1.80 against. So just around two, two scored, two against. Uh, they kept a clean sheet in one out of their last five, and they failed to score in one out of their last five. Cavalier, on the other hand, 2.4 goals scored, 2.2 against. So, you know, obviously just over two, just around two and a half. They haven't kept a clean sheet and they haven't failed to score over their last five. So this is um this is a great number. Over three point even over three point two five has surprised me here. And uh, like I said, I do expect this to get steamed. And I, and I think we're catching a, a nice number for this matchup. Fantastic. Yeah, this this is one of those leagues um, I've mentioned before on this extra time podcast that I really only know, you know, less than a handful, maybe you and maybe one other guy that has any experience in these leagues at all. Um, I really only tell you because we do the show together and, and yeah. I've seen your results uh, in, in some of the lower leagues in Australia. The goals definitely flow there and um, I'll, I'll oh, definitely, yeah. definitely be telling you on this one. Um, definitely would he RJ's advice on this one to hop on it right now. Cause these smaller market leagues, when, when any money starts coming in in any direction, they're not like the big leagues. So, so the numbers move really, really fast. So you want to hop on them as soon as, as soon as you can. Um, I will, uh, run into my first play here. I'm going to Croatia and, and we, kind of warned the viewers and even warned ourselves today to take it easy on the first week of some of these new leagues, but this is a special occasion. And it's because I really think Dynamo Zagreb is going to be a wagon. I mean, they've been a wagon for a couple of years now, but to me, it, it, it only gets better from here because of one key addition that they made. Um, I'm going to be taking Dynamo Zagreb money line plus the under four and a half here. Mm-hmm. At a minus 140. Again, I only think that that, that that continues to get steamed, gets more expensive. But look, this Dynamo Zagreb team is, is the class of Croatia, um, have been for a while. They return everybody. So they return uh, Orsic, Petkovic, who, who was their nine last year, uh, rotated in with one other player. Uh, those two guys are really their stars offensively but they made an incredible addition, probably the highlight of the entire league. They went out and got HNK uh, Rijeka. They got their leading scorer, uh, Joseph uh, Diramich, I believe yep. is how you pronounce his name. Yep. Look, I hammered uh, Rijka's overs all, all last season, and this guy scored 21 goals. So he was the second leading scorer in Croatia last year, Dynamo Zagreb goes out and gets him. I've already watched him play in a couple of friendlies. He's playing the nine. Petkovic is, is backed up to a, to like kind of like a 10. So he's pulling the strings now. And this offense is, is a sight to behold. I mean, just really, really, really talented team. And now they're even more talented because they went out and got this young, this young uh, Swiss guy who's just a monster um, in, in Dermich. So, They've only gotten better. They're, they're always good defensively, very compact, uh, especially at home. Uh, they're hosting Locomotive Zagreb here, who finished fifth last season. But you had the top four last year. You had Zagreb, Hajduk Split, Osijek, Rijka. And then there was a big drop-off to uh, Locomotive Zagreb. So uh, it, it was like went from 65 points in fourth place all the way down to 49 points in fifth place. And, um, you know, we just talked about Zagreb adding this star striker. Locomotive actually lost their star striker, Marco Debro, 
was their leading scorer last season, and he's been bought out by a Chinese club uh, in Beijing. So they're losing some firepower. They've only scored two games, and sorry, they've only scored three goals and five friendlies. Um, so they seem to be lacking a little bit of firepower. To me, this looks like a textbook, like 2-0, 3-0 type, type game. Um, e- e- even if they sneak one by, maybe, maybe it's 2-1, but I don't think they've got enough firepower. I think first game of the year, they're going to be, you know, the home team's going to be focused here. They're going to take care of business. And I think it's a good price, especially with Zagreb's, you know, defensive tendencies and how solid they are. Really hard to see this game going over four and a half goals you know, and, and I think they get the job done. Yeah. Um, I don't disagree. I follow Croatia, um, H and L pretty, pretty, pretty extensively. Um, you know, Dynamo Zagreb keep clean sheets very consistently at home. Um, interesting to see the, the last, uh, I don't know, 10, 12 matches over the last two years, not one game besides, um, uh, one when, when Dynamo Zagreb was at home, went over two goals and they're usually, I think this must be a derby, right? Between between two seeds and, and, and Zagreb or wherever that the capital of Croatia is. Right. And I would say um they get the job done. I mean, they played in a cup, what, five days ago. Um, you know, locomotive Zagreb has just been playing club friendlies against all various teams. They they've been getting smoked. Uh, they have they played Ajax, Maccabee Tel Aviv from from Israel and, and yep. GA Eagles from from the Netherlands, right? So decent clubs but i i like this spot a lot um what'd you say the line was uh minus 140 got that on on uh on bet rivers uh yeah i want to say like midday so it, it could have moved by then I, I don't i don't i haven't looked at it before the show yeah. no that, that looks good to me you know it is week one right so kind of bet cautiously but i, I do like that play absolutely yeah it's uh and just looking at the head-to-heads real quick and, and we'll move on uh, I also like this spot. So Zagreb, Dynamo Zagreb ha- hasn't won this in three head-to-heads. The last time that a team – that they hadn't beaten a team three times in a row was the last game of the season last year against Hashtuk Split, and um, they beat them pretty comfortably uh, by the final score. So good good revenge spot here. You know, yep. obviously good, good being at home. But um, what, what do you got for us for your second play? Yeah, my second play, we're going to Norway. We're going to the second division, Obosligan. I'm um, playing, it's a, it's a matchup on Sunday at 9 a.m. It's against Ranheim versus Sognadal. Um, I'm looking at over three goals, minus 127. It's likely to get steamed again. This is another play I expect to be like over 3.25, pretty heavily over 3.5 by kickoff. Well, we got, you know, three days to lock it in, so... Uh, do so if, if you're interested in the matchup. And this is one of my favorite uh, summer leagues historically. The last two or three years when I really started taking this, you know, to the next level, like taking it seriously. Um, this league is, is a good league for goals as far as I'm concerned. There, there is a tendency for inconsistency in this league, I've noticed over the last few years. But towards the end, right, I think the middle portion of this league, it starts to take off um, and, and, and teams really like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know if it was like last year because of COVID. Um, the the schedule was really crammed, but I remember these these teams playing like on a Monday and then a Thursday, and then sometimes on a Sunday, um, like almost three times a week. So it doesn't look like the schedule is like crammed like that. They're they're getting the proper rest. So 
Um, want to throw that out there, but Ranheim were close contenders last year to get promoted up to elite Serie in the, the top division in Norway. Um, and I think they got a really good shot this, uh, this tournament to do so. They're sitting in third place after 14 rounds. Uh, they face fifth place Sognadal, and both teams are in great form. Ranheim has scored two plus goals in the last eight league matches at home, and, and the last eight matches overall have seen over 2.5 goals. Uh, and trends, I'm not overly uh, sold by them or in love with them. I'm just, I'm just stating uh, a trend that's, you know, favorable towards towards goals, right? And then Sognadal's last four away matches have seen over 2.5 goals, and they've scored one plus in their last 12 league matches, right? So they typically find the net. And, you know, from, from a stat perspective, Ranheim has averaged 2.6 goals for over the last five home matches, 1.2 against. They've kept one clean sheet in the last five, and they failed to score in one of their last five. Sognadal on the road uh, have scored two goals uh, on average, and they've allowed 2.4 goals. And they have not kept a clean sheet, and they have not failed to score. So uh, Ranheim's coming off a loss. Um, Their matches recently have been high-scoring affairs, shootouts. I expect another shootout here, plain and simple, um, to to be honest. It's over three. Three goals at minus one twenty-seven. Yeah, I think uh, I think this is one of those spots where you feel good about having the three as opposed to a three point two five or a three and a half. Very much so. Which yeah. would honestly would be closer to what I would would expect. Looking at the head to heads here between these two, um, there's something about the matchup, man. I mean, it, it, it looks like um, four of the last five have either seen three or four goals. So um, you know that's that's always kind of the cherry on top. You know, head to head doesn't doesn't necessarily win you bets, but but it's not a bad thing for for them to be in your favor. So, um, another league that I will kind of lean on RJ here for for his expertise and and one uh, some of these smaller smaller leagues. Um, but uh, yeah, I'll I'll move on to my second and final play here. I'm going to the United States to Major League Soccer here, which is not necessarily a small market, but it's not the Premier League either. So. Um, and the main reason, this is the first Major League Soccer play that I've had on the Extra Time Show, but it's because I really, really like this play. Um, I'm going to designate this as a two-unit play for the show. Um, that's how much I like this play. So going our double double our normal risk here, um, I'm taking Columbus and Cincinnati over two and a half goals at minus 132. Um, so let me be clear about this one. This is not a trends play. You're probably going to go look at it if you're listening to the show and say, what is he thinking? Because Columbus doesn't score goals. Well, um, they're going to score goals, in my opinion. And, and, and this is going to be a team that they've scored goals the last couple of games. And there's a very specific reason for that that I'm getting to. So you look at their roster up until two games ago. And you got guys, you got Derek Etienne Jr., who is, you know, one of their big uh, fast wingers outside. He's the best player for the Haitian national team. And then you have MVP caliber, um, you know, center attacking midfielder type guy, Lucas Zellerion. Um, Those two guys are leading you in goals. And then you got your two guys that are supposed to be strikers um, that are like fourth and fifth on uh, down on the list. And so their strikers are, are, are not striking. And then you have other players that are playing out of position. So what, what does Columbus do at, at, the, at the transfer window? They go out and make one of the biggest splashes in MLS, in my opinion. They go to Watford, 
um, and get Cucho Hernandez, who is just a monster. Um, I think he is, I want to say he's, he's either Ecuadorian or he, he, he's, he's, he's from South America. Yeah, he's um, from Colombia. So, okay, so he's Colombian. This yep. dude is blowing the doors off the league. First two games, he's got three goals already. He subs in in the 60, in like the 60th minute, scores in the 62nd minute uh, in, in his MLS premiere. He looks like the best player on the field. He probably is. Uh, and, and I'm not exaggerating. Like this, this guy's incredible. So what we have now is Columbus with a true striker. Zellerion can play the 10. Etienne can play out wide. You know, Nagby's not – everybody's playing their role basically now. And they look like a well-oiled machine. So you got Columbus at home here hosting Cincinnati, who's been one of the best offensive units in the league, uh, number four in expected goals, number four in actual goals. They've got MVP caliber guy of their own. And Acosta, he's got six goals and six assists. Um, you know, they're very talented, not so good on defense. To me, this feels like fireworks. And I also think the total only goes up from here. So I'm locking in Columbus and Cincinnati uh, over two and a half at minus 132. Yeah, that's good. Uh, that's good information, Coop. I, I mean, looking at this um, on the surface, right? Yeah, I, I think you you nail it. You're like, all right, you look at this. It's like, what, what do you? what are you thinking here? Like what, what's your thought process behind it? And uh, that's a great take. You know, you, you can't just look at like, I I'm a stats guy. Right. But you, you have to look a little deeper. You can't just say, Oh, great. Look, these stats say it's going to be four goals lines over three. Great. No brainer. No, you gotta, you gotta look deeper. You gotta look at the schedule, how condensed it's been. Have they played a lot recently? Um, and, and, and these transfer examples are, a, a, you know, a good point. Uh, I mean, they did play yesterday. Right. But um when do they play Sunday yeah this game is Sunday yeah so you know they'll have three days rest and you know you make a good point like uh, clearly Cucho is playing well right he's he's transferred to the MLS and he's taken off already um and that and that and all you need like that sometimes is a spark from one player to really get the whole team going and um you know Cincinnati will find the net for sure they they typically do and um yeah I this is this is a nice look. I'll certainly be telling you on this one. So, fantastic! Look, looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, as we are for all four of these plays, um, we will go ahead and give you guys a review and wrap it up. RJ, what what you want to review your plays? You bet. You bet. First first plays in Australia: the Queensland Premier League Magpie Crusaders versus Kovalchur FC over three point two five goals minus one eighteen. This match is Saturday at 5 a.m. Eastern time. Second match is in Norway, Obos League and Ranheim versus Sognadal over three goals at minus 127. Uh, and again, my my plays are just flat one unit plays to, to be to be uh, clear. Fantastic. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with uh, going to Croatia, taking Dynamo Zagreb money line plus the under four and a half. That's a combo bet. Not every book has it, um, but. If you're if you're a soccer better, your book probably has it. That's at minus 140. And uh, my last play, which again is going to be a two-unit play for me for this show, is uh, Columbus Crew and Cincinnati over two and a half at minus 132. That's in Major League Soccer. Um, so yeah, that's it. We uh, enjoy doing the show as always. Appreciate everybody for for tuning in and listening. Uh, all we ask is that you guys just hit the thumbs up, leave a comment if you have anything to say, and hopefully we have a great week. And uh, RJ, if you have anything else, um, 
we can wrap it up. No, I'm good. I appreciate everybody tuning in and subscribing to Bet Rivers. We, we try to pump out as much quality content as we can for you guys. So um, appreciate it and good luck this weekend. Good luck, everybody. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Extra Time on the Bet Rivers Network.